0: Yo, Clashers, this is Pilgrim, and we are here with episode 25. We are one quarter of our way to 100 episodes? Come on. Today, episode 25, we're going to talk about the Queen Walk. It is the most dangerous attack for somebody to know. It's an attack that you can get early on in Town Hall 9, and you could use Queen Walking for. Trophy pushing, army attacks, loot raiding, not now queen walk is also great for in war. I use four healers on my queen almost all my attacks. It's just a great way to keep heroes alive down to the end. And sometimes the heroes bounce around, which helps you, but then sometimes the heroes bounce around, which doesn't help you. So we'll talk about the pros and cons, though I see a lot of pros in this entire list. But for those of you just stopping in, I'm Pilgrim. This is Cock Talks. It is a listener-based podcast where... You reach out to me however you want. On Twitter, you can get to me at Cock Talks. Send me an email to Talks at gmail.com. That's C-O-C-T-A-L-K-S at gmail.com. I will get back to you usually within a day, and that's where I get all my material for my episodes. I get people that reach out to me all day long, like this particular episode is coming from uh, Brayden, someone who reached out to me who's in a uh, a level 9 clan, international clan, that I'm going to do a clan showcase on later this episode. But that's it. If you want to hear something, if you want to be in the episode, or if you have some screenshots of things that are amazing, uh, a fellow clan mate just sent me something the other day where he went to attack a base and there was 1.2 million gold, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's on my Twitter. Go look at it. And um, But yeah, episode 25, The Queen Walk. We are coming to you on this beautiful sunny wednesday morning and what better to do on a wednesday morning than talk about clash of clans and i'm actually going to talk a little bit about clash royale but we're not going to get too much into that so let's go pilgrim this is cock talks Actually, I'm gonna do I'm gonna start out with Clash Royale there's not much happening so anybody that hasn't really picked up the game in a while uh, there has been a new update um, one thing that I really uh, enjoy this past update is they brought back I think permanently what it seems i know there's a countdown on it but i think there's a reason why um, is 2v2 battles you can play 2v2 directly to request it to a friend you could play the 2v2 with a stranger from the royale world or you could post it to your clan chat and somebody in your clan can pick up the invitation and you will play two other randos um it's not tournament rules so it scales according to your levels of troops which i really like so for example the past one and a half months i would say i probably haven't been playing royale i'd be i'd be signing in and collecting free chests and i'd play very little for the clan chest but this past update since the 2v2, I've had full chests because I play with a, a couple different people or I would just play online, and um, it's just more fun that way. It's more fun that way. I enjoy playing with somebody else. It makes the game a little bit more exciting, and it's, it's a little bit better. But they do have more updates coming up. I know they had a minor balancing, and I know they're releasing, I think, four or five new troops. There's, like, the Mega Knight. There's, uh, like, an air bomb. There's bats um canon card. So there's definitely some new cards coming out, so that'll be fun to see, but you know, the 2v2 is just wild since they brought it out however many months ago for the clan chest, but it's it's fun, it's different, it's exciting, it's new, but that's that. That's pretty much it for royale So now we're going to get on to the good stuff. The Queen Walk. The Queen Walk, the Queen Walk, the Queen Walk. I was talking to somebody who reached out to me a few episodes ago. I can't remember who it was, so I am sorry, whoever you are, if you're listening. And they were talking about how um, they're finishing Town Hall 8, and I told them that reaching Town Hall 9 is probably where the game takes a turn for the most fun because it opens up different attacks, different bases. There's That's where it really opens up. And the best part, you get the queen. I think the queen is the best troop in the game. It's the strongest. It's the best. Queens single-handedly can alter offensive attacks and alter defensive attacks. Um, Main reason why probably 95% of the air attacks fail against my base is because of my queen. If that queen is not taken care of or handled, she just stands there in the center of the base, and she will single-handedly wipe out an entire army of balloons or lava hounds and you lose an attack because of it. Between her countered with the, the the clan castle defense, air attacks fail miserably. And the people that put heroes on the outside of the base, I do not understand why. Because they just change the entire dynamic of an attack. So anybody that has your heroes on the outside, they're like a cold dog in winter, man. Bring them inside. Bring them inside. They deserve it. So when it comes for me to build my Queen Walk army, let me open... Let me open up my account here, because there's a couple things that I want to talk about that people don't realize when it comes to the queen walk. I usually start with four healers. Now, people that don't realize this, healers have 1176 hit points. So let me break that down to a term that you may understand better. Um, If an archer tower or something else that shoots air, wizard tower, starts targeting your healers, They have 1,176 hit points. So if an archer, an archer tower, for example, starts shooting your healer instead of maybe your queen, healers have 1,176 hit points. Giants, level 7 giants, which are one level away from max, have 1,100 hit points. Max Valks have 1,100 hit points. So not only are healers very efficient at keeping your troops alive, they're very efficient at staying alive. They have more health than tanky troops. So if one or two things target them in the sky, they're not gonna die quickly. So it's also great because they can soak up some fire while your hero will just take down whatever is attacking them or targeting them except for air defense because it, they usually go down with between four to six um, shots from an air defense. A seeking mine usually takes down one of them, but... The red mines usually aren't too much to be worried about. But I'll usually cook an army. Now, my normal loot army, it's nothing, it's nothing dynamite. A bunch of giants. A bunch of meat to soak up all the troops. I'll queen walk an entire side of the base. I'll pick whatever thing looks good. If I could take out a side with a couple of, um, air defense and whatever. Just walk down one side. Create that funnel. Once you have that, I mean, your queen... Granted, that you're starting with at least I'd say a level 15 queen, preferably level 20. Level 20 up is safe, but you could really take out a lot of defense. A lot between cannons, archer towers, mortars, anything near the edge. You could really you could wipe out an entire quarter of defense with one troop alone being your queen with some healers behind her. Now, for people that I said you wanna be at least level 15, level 20, you might have to cook an extra rage spell and rage the healers and the queen if she starts getting a little low because you wanna try and save that ability. When you pop that ability later on, you could really turn an entire attack around if you're falling behind an attack. So I always say, try and keep the, uh, the ability. But after I have my meat shield of the giants released, I basically follow them up with some wizards to make that funnel a little bit better. And then wall breakers, wizards, bowlers, king, everybody goes right in. It's beautiful. They're like in a procession line into a buffet, and the buffet is serving loot all day. So they all get in line. They go right through. And that's where I'll usually just drop the rest. The jump spell, poison on the CC troops, heal, freeze on the infernos, uh, boom, bang, boom, uh, three star, loads of loot. It's great, but it doesn't matter if I'm going to use my loot army or if I'm going to use a mass bowler attack for war or if I'm just going to trophy push. A queen walk is just an amazing way to have some, uh, some of your hero just work an entire side of the base. It's amazing the damage that she can do, and even if you're not a pro at this, Cook it. Friendly challenge. See what kills you. So when you come across bases, oh, geez, okay, there's this here, this here. Uh, The crossbows are going to target here. Know what your queen's limitations are. And you have to be careful for anybody, obviously they know this, that are Town Hall 10. Or if you're Town Hall 9, attacking up if you're feeling ballsy. When Inferno Towers lock on anybody, they can't be healed by either healers or heal spells. So you have to make sure that wherever you're going to be, Don't drop your queen near an Inferno Tower, which they're rarely on the outside. But it's just a great, powerful, powerful attack. I don't war that often because I've been pushing heroes. But now that I'm 40-40, I know that almost every attack that I do, and I'm talking probably 95% of my attacks, are going to have 4 to 6 healers in them. 6 when I do Mass Bowler to work that giant funnel. 4 if I want to sit them all on my queen. And I'm telling you, there are times where I'll attack a base and that base will be at 50% and I'll have a minute and a half with two minutes left. But I'll have a full health queen with four healers on her going around the entire base and I will three star that base just because of that. It's amazing the amount of damage that she can soak because of four healers and especially if you have an ability. A level 40 ability, not only does she get some uh, some of her health back. But she also drops 12 archers. So that's fire that's not going to be hitting her on those 12 archers. That you can easily take out defenses around her. So I just tell you, practice with it. Practice, practice, practice. Even if your queen is maybe a little low, try and toss a fifth healer in there. Sometimes it gets to be a little overkill when you have that many healers on one hero. But... um, You know, just see the limitations of what your queen level is. And as soon as you hit Town Hall 9, your main priority should be researching troops and upgrading your queen. Your queen should be at 30 before you upgrade no matter what. When she hits 30, she is the last like 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. She really gains some big, big damage. So anybody that upgrades early, you're really missing out on a powerful queen. Now, to every attack, as always, there are cons. There are some bases that usually get queen walked the same side. So there will be people that stack um, traps a little heavy. I can't even tell you how many times I would drop a queen, put four healers right behind them, and then all these traps would pop up uh, seeking mines, the red mines, everything, and just murder, murder my healers which can ruin an attack but you have to catch this you have to be ready to drop troops in front of her if something starts locking on her and you're going to die use your ability get those troops in front of her and then let the troops in front of her the giants the golems let them soak it all up but that's a con and then another con i would say is if you're attacking and if you deploy too many of your troops near your queen and those troops start taking damage your healers may shift, so they might leave the queen, and then they might go to this just these chunk of giants and wizards and follow them, and then your queen is left being attacked. So sometimes, if you can't hold off with your ability and all that, you'll lose your queen early in the attack. So, and then the healers, being too close to the giants, they uh, they will be targeted by air defense, and then the healers go down. The good thing about having healers behind a queen, the queen has the range that the air defense will not hit the healers behind the queen unless they are on the side of her or something stupid that's because of the AI troops. But that's another con. When the healer shifts, it could help you sometimes, but it could sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it it locks on a golem and it'll just stay there for two and a half minutes, throwing heals at the golem, which doesn't help you. But that would be it for pros and cons. Learn it, practice it, try it, use it in war, use it for loot, use it for everything. It is a dynamite attack. And like I said, anybody at least level 15 or up, you're going to want to start using this. Um, Next time, I'm sure there's going to be a healer event coming up. Practice, 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 practice. Keep cooking them, keep cooking them. They're great to have, they're great to use, and the best part about loot raiding with stronger heroes are if you find a great base with great loot and you can three-star it no problem the good thing about queen walking or using healers are there'll be times that you'll end your attack with heroes at full health and then you can go right into another attack because you're probably going to have a backup army cooked. so it's good you know it it, it's tough when your heroes are level 40 um i think my cooldown time for my queen and king i think it's 45 minutes so let me see 49 minutes so that's 49 minutes i mean if i attack a base if i only have time to attack maybe once or twice and my heroes are down guess what i'm not attacking without heroes so sometimes if you're lucky enough you'll blow through a base and you'll even end up with max hero- max heroes full level so you could just go right through and do it again yes i'm right, moving along moving along i got emails. Um, one of them specifically was reached out by, to me by uh, someone that wanted a clan showcase. And uh, I'm going to get into that. But then also, he, uh, he asked me two questions. One was, what are some of the most annoying clan things that have happened to you? And then, what's a list of simple clan rules? And I thought these were two really good questions. I feel like I may have talked about the clan rules again, but that's fine. Everybody wants to know how to have simple rules. That's fine. So I'll talk about it again. Now, the most annoying clan thing I could say is when people are in a war clan and they don't attack in war. There's people that, um, you know, spend a lot of time. There's a lot of people that spend a lot of elixir donating troops, cooking their own war armies to attack in this. And when somebody doesn't attack, like, that's tough. Like, I know this sounds dumb. I know it's a game and I know this is going to sound really lame, but like, you're a team. Even though it's a video game, you're still a team. So when somebody doesn't perform in that team, it only hurts you. It hurts everybody. So that is one thing that I think is the most annoying. And um, another thing is um, when people don't donate the right troops. Uh, This being now, for example, when I was Town Hall 9, I used to use the 4quake method. And when I would attack, I would open a nice path right to the center of the base. It was great. So there's nothing worse that You find a great base that you're ready to attack and you line everything up and like you don't notice because you're so focused on the 30 seconds. And if you want to attack this base, how much loot do they have? Where are their heroes? You're breaking down the base that you may not notice that your army is not correct. So there's nothing more annoying than dropping three quakes and one poison or three quakes and one haste because somebody didn't give you the quake that you asked for. I cannot stand that. And trust me, that happens quite often. So that would, I would have to say, probably be my top two most annoying clan things. You know, there's others, but I think those are the top. And then simple clan rules. Simple clan rules. You, you want to run a nice clan. I think that they should break down the clan specifics a little bit more. To join a clan, there should be a spot that has clan requirements. If you want people to have certain hero levels, certain trophy count, um, and they could click that tab to see what your requirements are just to get in the clan. Um, there should be a tab that says clan rules. That would be specific set of rules that you have to follow these rules. If you want to get in this clan. Now, if someone isn't that serious of a clan, don't put them, leave it blank, put a thing that says, come on in and have a blast for however long you want. And then leave whenever you feel like it. And then there should be clan details. There should be how it is now where you can write a little bit about your clan, but there's not enough to include all of this right. When somebody goes to join your clan, simple clan rules, donate. Donate what's asked, attack and war, both attacks, not for loot. Don't screw somebody up because you're just asking, or you're just attacking whoever you know that can get a, a, a star because they they have a base where their town hall is near the edge. That's cheap. That's lame. Attack to win. Attack so everybody can win, not just so you can get the loot. But there are losing war clans, so if that's your type of clan, then it doesn't apply. Don't ask for um, don't ask for promotions. Who cares? I this is one of my biggest pet peeves. They do not matter. I don't even. I think I'm a member in my clan because I leave so often and come back when I go visit other clans. That I don't even. I don't even think I have. I'm promoted at all. And I could care less. I wish they could make me less than member. I wish I was like outsider or something because that's how little I care about it. Don't don't ask for promotions. Donate what people want. Donate period, attack both times in war, but now the next few set of, you know, clan rules really depends on your clan. If you have a nonstop war clan, make sure that people are specifically opt in and opt out. You know, if you're really into winning, make sure people don't have rushed rushed bases unless you're accepting engineered people and they have engineered bases. So, but I would say for a simple set of clan rules, I know a lot of people also work to try and make sure there's no language issues Meaning like people cursing and swearing because, you know, even for example, in our clan, there's a, um, there's a couple people we have and I know their kids are in the clan. So they might be a little bit younger. So sometimes it might be tough after you like botch a war attack and come back to the chat and you're like, F this, F that. I do it all the time. So sometimes I try to have to um, like refrain from doing that just because of different younger children in the clan. So know your audience and make sure you're not being, you know, lame. I would say other words, but make sure, you know, you know, you you, who's in your clan and you're not, you know, annoying somebody like a father or a mother that might be in the clan with their kid. But that's it. You know, be friendly, be helpful, you know, give people words of encouragement. If they attack and you think that they would have done better if they attacked differently, you know, help them out. Say, hey, listen, maybe you should have tried this instead of you're an idiot. I can't believe you attacked like that. You're the worst player I've ever seen. And then kicking them. You know, you're only as good as what you can be helped, so sometimes helping people is also a simple clan rule. Okay, back to the clan showcase. Like I said, this Braden Crowned in-game name reached out to me via email, and he said that he wanted me to do a spotlight of his clan. So I said, absolutely, you got it. Um, their clan name is A-E-T-T-B-D-T. And surprisingly, it does not stand for something because I did ask that because I have no idea what it meant. But he said he doesn't think that it stands for anything. And it's a level nine invite only. They always war minimum of fifteen hundred trophies, and they have thirty nine members. And now I always tell people, tell me a little bit about your clan so I can mention it in the episode because without being a part of a clan, it's hard for me to actually say, oh yeah, this is this is our clan. So it's an active war clan with back to back war, simple rules. Donate what's requested, attack in war, donate what you receive, and they're not really a hardcore clan. And they do miss a few wars, which is fine. People have lives, I understand that. There's just uh, the exceptions like me that has no life and I'm a loser, but they're always looking for high trophy counts. Their leader's at Town Hall 11, who's in Champion 3, and. Um, you know it's nice when people aren't nonstop war clans because sometimes it does get to be a little—I'm not going to say monotonous, but it is time-consuming. So it's good to see people that are just around that war whenever they want, and they—they—if they lose, hey, no big deal. You know they're not a nonstop war clan, which is good. Um, he said their their best war sh- win streak is only three. But he said that's fine, we never win. It's like a farming war except we don't do it on purpose. But their hardcore war players might not like this clan in particular, but he said that they're very laid back, easy going, and they just like, they're very active. If you go through, like I said, you're gonna notice that they have loads of troops donated, loads of troops requested. So it's just uh, it's just an active group. I stopped in to say hello. Everybody was very friendly. I actually requested and it was filled right away. So which was, which was good because I needed defense at the time. In closing, one last thing that he did ask me, which which is tough. It's tough to actually answer this. He wanted to know, will Clash of Clans eventually die out and be capped? Will it? Yes. All good things come to an end. I do. I don't see them running this forever, but I don't see it any time in the near future at all. I would say the longevity of this game is probably another 10 to 20 years, I think. I think they're going to go different routes instead of just keep making Town Hall 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 on to 41. I think that they're going to um, work on the builder base. There might even be something else. Um, There might be a community of bases. I don't know, but I don't think that they're just going to keep upping the levels because it's just going to be too much. I think it'll just be so – like eventually – There's gonna be things that you're gonna be upgrading that are gonna cost, if they keep going, 20 to 30 million, that might take a month. And I think that's when people are really gonna be like, all right, this is is too much. Like, I don't know, like, what the hell am I doing? So do I think that it will come to an end? Eventually, yes. Will it be capped? I could see it being capped, but I think that they'll just go other routes. That's what I think, but I don't know. I don't work for Supercell. So Supercell, if you wanna shine a little light on this, reach out to me on Twitter, at Cock Talks. Send me something. I'd like to know. I'm sure the listeners would like to know. But that's it for today. We have a nice little show, show, uh, clan showcase. Bah! Like I said. And, um, you know, I've talked about the Queen Walk. Work on the Queen Walk. It's great. It's great for loot. It's great for war. It's great for trophy pushing. And having a high-level queen is just great for defense. I tell you, she is dynamite. So like I said, if your heroes are outside your walls, bring them to the center and use them. Use them, use them, use them. They're their own defensive unit in itself. Um, thanks for stopping by. Clash on. Stay clashy. Reach out to me at Talks on Twitter, c-o-c-t-a-l-k-s at gmail.com, and then I will catch you guys in a week or so, and we'll get into it. All right? So until then, get all that loot and fill up them storages. Stay clashy, people. Pilgrim out.